for Dwayne on 9 to 1. That was Queen with Bicycle. And uh, this morning I'm having a chat to Carol Smith from the Ian Parker Bipolar Fund. Uh, we're talking a little bit about uh, the fund itself, some of the different events that are coming up for fundraising, and uh, a little bit about uh, Australian Rotary Health, which is one of the largest independent health research funds in Australia. And it was established in 1981. Since then, it has provided almost $29 million in funding for uh, health research in Australia because uh, they're committed to supporting health for all Australians, past, present and future. Uh, Most of the advances of modern medicine have improved or saved countless lives, and these advances couldn't have been made without the help of medical researchers. So uh, the funds that they provide are vital in supporting the research that seeks to cure or prevent ill health uh, within the community. And uh, that is where the Ian Parker Bipolar Fund has uh, come from. Um, It's how it's been formed. And uh, so we might talk a little bit um, about uh, Ian himself, uh, Carol. Yes, um, Ian was had a beautiful composure and a confident, confident personality, which he portrayed just as a normal, fun-loving, endearing child and as a young man. But as a younger child at the Albi Consolidated School, we, we actually grew up at Warrion, yep. and um, he was just so bright that the teachers jumped him from grade one to grade three he was actually assessed at that time as having a photographic memory. He didn't need to research, look up anything, or go home and do homework. He just remembered everything he'd ever been told, he'd ever yeah. been told or had ever seen. Yeah, and then he was still bored in grade four, and the teachers called my parents back to jump him again from grade four to grade six. But mm-hmm. fortunately, in their wisdom, in hindsight, they said no. Yeah. He would be too young socially to cope with secondary school, which definitely would have set him back because even jumping that one grade, we had a little little bit of an issue there. And So he went on into grade six, totally brilliant and um, just so clever that, and t- but so bored. Yep. Anyway, he went on into high school, became a prefect, topped all his classes, was incredibly clever. He was highly respected and much loved in all circles of the rich tapestry of his life. He uh, rose to the highest ranks of his teaching career. He became a secondary teacher. He actually taught at the Colac High School in the early 80s. He um, received an honour by graduating from La Trobe University with a degree in honours of quantum physics, chemistry and mathematics. And he was quoted as an equal to Professor Eliasi, his um, lecturer at the time of those subjects, who was also known as a renowned world genius himself of these subjects. And Ian's lecturer at the time wrote to mum and said that he'd never met a world genius, uh, like a genius brain, equal to his own until he'd met Ian Parker. Um, what was not visible and for so long evaded all of us that knew him was an internal struggle that for so long accompanied even his artistic creativity. He was a beautiful artist and um, a prodigious talent, a struggle of mental and emotional torture, which was later diagnosed as a bipolar disorder and he lost his battle, as I said, tragically to suicide. And Yeah, the pain, I think, of just having such a... The world at his feet with that intellect and that ac- academic achievement was just so shattering to him and my dad had suffered bipolar disorder as well all of his life and he'd seen yeah, my dad what he went through and obviously it was just too much pain for him to bear and um, yeah. 
Yeah, but to give purpose, as I said, to this suffering, um, my focus is on trying to help others and raise funds that um, will give real, real meaning to that fractured life and um, help to fulfil that purpose to find find a cure. Find a cure. Yeah. Um, you've you've got a number of uh, different events. We've had a bit of a talk about Lamies and the Meanies for Bipolar Project. Uh, you've also got an Australia Day raffle that uh, will be drawn at and the next, celebrations. No, we, no? we've actually After. yeah because the tickets were printed a little bit later due to me being away on holidays. We've decided to extend the drawing date now to the thirty first, the end of the month. Right. Yep. We're actually going to do that at the Trocadero Cafe. They've been very supportive of this cause, and I just felt. It's nice to move around with each raffle. We draw at different businesses that are supporting us. And um, we've just drawn the Christmas hamper at La Paqueta on the 21st of December. We raised $2,000 from that hamper from October to December. So that was a wonderful effort from the community. And, um, yeah, at the moment, outside Target, you'll see one of our volunteers sitting there today till at least 2 o'clock. And we were at Safeway all last week, and I hope to be sitting outside near the closed box of Baker's Delight as often as I can. Um, we do need more volunteers. We've got quite a little band of them, but for different personal reasons, they're not always available. Yep. If there's anyone out there, male, female, we don't mind, any age, who would like to don a purple T-shirt and just offer a little bit of assistance just occasionally, it only needs to be one or two hours at a time, Yep. Um, I'd be very grateful because it's just simply impossible for me to be out there every day and every spot yeah. um, with all the workload I have now yeah, with the computer work and keeping updated because Australia Rotary Health are doing a media release on this story of the scholarship recipient and that took all day Monday just preparing all of that yep. for them and yeah, my workload is quite high in this area now. In the, admin, in the admin area, yep. <laughs> let alone being out on the street. But anyway, I'm yeah. out on the street as much as I can be. Well, I, was, I was just going to say, people would see you around uh, quite a bit uh, with uh, yeah raffles and things like that. Um, another uh, draw, drawing attention to the fund um, is uh, being involved with the Kana Parade. That's, that's very true, yes. Um, I think the theme is Storytime, Dreamtime for yes, this year. Yep. Yes, and we have a very... Exciting project in the making. I'm uh -huh. not going to share with you. Okay, yeah, keep it under wraps. Keep it yep. exclusive. <laughs> um, yes. But so as, the, as part of that, uh, you're using the theme for Kana to also run a trivia night. Yes, so, yeah. that's right. The same theme we hope to carry through with the questions that yep. Jonathan's kindly preparing for us as one of our hosts with Tyson. Yep. So that trivia night, yes, will be held at the RSL on March 9. With mm -hmm. 7 o'clock with a 7.30 start. So yep. anyone who would like to come to that, we would really love to see you there. Yeah, we'll, we'll do all sorts of fun yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're hoping to have a bit of a dance there and plenty of music. So um, they're going to prepare enough seating for 200. Yep. So it'll be great to fill every chair. Yep. Tables of 10s, 20 tables of 10. So, yeah, love to see you there on Trivia Night. There'll be some lovely prizes to give out. And it, as you know, it's all going to a great whole cause. We've just got to make an impression and help with mental health in every way we can. And uh, an another one of those events is out at the Red Rock Theatre and Gallery. Yes, um, we've got a pen and paper. That'll all be advertised. But, yep. Yeah, May 4, Dazzling Dan, the Magic Man. He's coming at, oh, I haven't got the time to hang up. It's either 1 or 1.30. You'll just have to watch for the advertising on that. Yeah, yep. to do a kids' matinee. And we'll have a break with entertainment. 
in between, and then it'll be repeated that show again in the night, but for the an adults an evening um, session, an evening session followed by a supper. Fantastic. So there's there's a number of different ways people can uh, get involved and support the Ian Parker Bipolar Fund. Yeah, and February 16 actually next month we have our Mitre 10 barbecue coming up. So yeah, pop that on the calendar too if you want to come down and support us and get a sausage and. We'd love to see you. Um, now, we're also organising a car boot sale. It's just a few things to tidy up there to, to confirm the venue and the date, but hopefully in the next two or three months. So if any of you want to clean out your cupboards and start putting things aside for a car boot sale, um, I'd love to hear from you. Just keep that in mind. And it won't be limited just to the car boot. As it says, if you've got a few more articles and you need one or two table... Um, Card table set up beside your car, that's fine, or a trestle table, we don't mind. Just the more there to support that, all the better too. So just um, keep the ear to the round on that one and we'll give you a date and a venue fairly shortly. And we'll have uh, all, the, all the details of every mm. single uh, Ian Parker Bipolar Fund event on OCRFM, mm. plus another, uh, on our Facebook page. Sorry, Jonathan. Another exciting event. Um, I'm at the moment speaking with the events coordinator of the Choir of Hard Knocks, which is now the Choir of Hope and Inspiration, who yep. are here in November. Yep. And due to cost with travelling and transport for them, with yeah, bus costs and carers for those people, they would like to keep their costs to a minimum. Yep. So we're getting quotes for a large hall in the Geelong and Melbourne area to do a combined concert. We're probably going to favour Melbourne at this stage for their sake to save having to travel with travel. a bus. Yep. So we're talking in the latter half of the year. For that, we will share the costs and share the fundraising So and have mental health speakers attend that night too is the um, plan. So, yeah, when that happens, if anyone would like to travel to the venue, we'd love to see you there and add that support. We'll have a venue, hopefully, that will seat 500 plus, so... That's going to be something really big and exciting too and for two very worthy causes. Well, uh, thank you very much for coming in, Carol. It's uh, been great to hear about the fund and uh, we will keep everyone updated throughout uh, all the different uh, Bipolar Fund events and things like that. Um, so stay tuned to the Facebook page, stay tuned to the radio. We'll have uh, all those details. And, yeah, just in finishing, I'd like to say, for those who can't knit felt or crochet, yes. but you do make handmade goods, I have another website, handmade4bipolar.blogs.com. Yeah, anything that's handmade, whether it be woodwork, the men's shed who like to do things, or, yeah, sculpturing or sewing, anything at all, as long as it's handmade, we will also have a table there in the Beanies for Bipolar tent that we can take donated goods. So if you look up handmade4bipolar.blogspot.com, you'll see the details there for that as well. So look out for us. The uh, gazebo will have a big beanie lid on top with a big, <laughs> huge pom-pom. And um, we should be very vo uh, visual. Yep. So have a lot of fun with that one. So I look forward to your support. And I just want to thank everybody in the Collingwood Shire community for every little bit of support we've had. And I really, really am... We deeply appreciated it, everything that's come our way to help reduce the stigma and um, help fight mental health. Yep. 
hopefully we'll be having um, some mental health speakers through the year at Rotary. I'm a member with Colac West Rotary, so we'll be doing our best to keep mental health at the fore there. And anyone who has any issues at all, I'm sure um, just you, do, you can feel comfortable to come and speak with us. Yep. It's no different to having diabetes, heart attack, if you suffer depression, you're having your highs and lows. Don't be ashamed of it. Don't be frightened. Please speak to those that you are comfortable with to listen. It's best to talk about it and not hide it away. We just want it all out there in the open so that we can lead you to where there is help. Help is out there and we just need everyone to know that. And we will um, put the lifeline details up there. 13 11 14 is the number if uh, you need to uh, speak to anybody. And uh, once again, congratulations to uh, Emma Glidden from Deakin University, the first recipient of the Ian Parker Bipolar Fund Scholarship. Thank you very much, uh, Carol, for coming in. Thank and, you for having me, Jonathan. And uh, we look forward to uh, staying updated and uh, to uh, continuing on with the work of the Ian Parker Bipolar Fund. Thank you, listeners. It's been a pleasure.